Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. Anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up on podcast 1554, the very first Rimats Nevera model 001 just got delivered to its very first owner. But who is it? Stick around and I'll tell you what I know. Also on the podcast today, we're talking Ford together with their battery partner, and what they're prioritizing making. We're talking about the MG4 uh, from China, the new budget model. Not that many EVs are budget, but you know what I mean. And also Tesla making their Model Y available in Australia for the very first time. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Wherever you're listening in the world, welcome to EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information. It is Saturday, 6th of August. My name is Martin Lee, and it's my job to go through every EV story. So you don't have to. I'm here to save you time and pick out just the stuff you need to know. And we'll start with news about Plug and Charge and Hubject and Alpatronic. They make chargers uh, certifying Alpatronic for their new hyperchargers, their 150 kilowatt and their 300 kilowatt units, successfully passing Hubject's Plug and Charge audit, now fully certified for Plug and Charge. Uh, Plug and Charge, as I call it, the full fat version, which is the plug and charge standard. So you own a car that's got plug and charge, not many of those around at the moment, but you can turn up to any charger, any network that you've never been to before. Uh, Your credit card is registered on your app or with your car and you just plug it in and walk away and it's charging, right? And then there's plug and charge light, as I call it, the low fat version. And that is a version, it's not really plug and charge, but it's a It works the same way, and that is, if you've been to a network before, I mean, for instance, Fastnet do this, don't they? If you go to the network and use their app and register your car and your credit card on their app, for the first time you do that, and then it learns your car. How does it do it, by the way? I don't know if every network is the same or whether each one's doing a different implementation. Uh, But basically, you go back to that network the next time, and it will charge you, right? So it's a version of that automated. And that's a good thing because, obviously, if you sell your car, you want to be able to remove your credit card from the app so someone can't just turn up to the charger, you know, a week later, and you start paying for it. But either way, uh, plug and charge, the official standard, is now passed and certified on the Alpatronic Chargers, a joint project for the German BP subsidiary Aral Plus, um, proves the cooperation between the two is highly effective uh, because they are putting them into locations around Germany and plug and charge has the potential to be implemented on 10,000 hyperchargers by the end of the year, now that it's certified. So that's great. 10,000 more places that will accept plug and charge 
if indeed you buy a car that's got it, or maybe you've got a car like a Volkswagen ID3, ID4, and you're waiting for the software to be updated so that it is plug and charge entirely compatible. Now, Let's talk Ford and Ford's EV battery master plan. It's prioritizing their joint venture with SK Innovation, the South Korean company. A new Ford EV battery master plan revealed late last month, outlining the vast number of deals they're working on to secure the raw materials they need to move forward with suppliers and various suppliers around the world. Part of the plan is Ford's recent joint venture with SK. It's called Blue Oval SK, according to FordAuthority.com. They write, it's been in the works for some time, but while it may seem like Ford is shunning SK by securing these materials from a number of other sources, it's not the case at all. That's according to Lisa Drake, Ford's VP of EV Industrialization, elaborating it on a on the subject on a recent Q and A session uh, related to the Ford announcement, and uh, she said we have the three battery subplants we now have in the U.S. So Tennessee and Kentucky, uh, which are the two sister plants, and I think you know we have signed with uh, the SK group for another plant in turkey so those are what they call ncm chemistries those cells coming out of there uh, focusing on those uh, the nickel and the lithium arrangements to get the raw materials in but they're not stopping there says ford uh, we're going beyond that to make sure that the other arrangements that we are making uh, supporting other raw materials because you may recall i reported on ford's deal with catl to acquire those uh, lithium ion phosphate batteries, the kind of lower cost LFP cells. So that's a call of the headlines and the attention. Uh, but Ford saying uh, very much our partnership with SK is uh, is on track, and that is our number one partnership. Now let's talk Lordstown, expecting some production and deliveries of their electric pickup truck this year. There's a name that we haven't talked about too much recently because. Well, there's plenty of startups in EV world, and you know we could talk about all of them all day long, and many of them won't ever get to market, but we wish all of them the best. Uh, Lordstown yesterday reaffirming their plans to begin commercial production of their first vehicle. It's going to happen this quarter and roll out to customers before the end of the year. According to the CEO, the Endurance is the name of their pickup truck, and the company reporting in its first quarterly operating profit of $63 million for the period up to the end of June. Didn't actually deliver any vehicles. Uh, That's the gains related to the sale of their factory. They sold their factories in Ohio, by the way, to Foxconn. Now, Foxconn are a contract manufacturer. You know them if you know they build things like Apple iPhones. Lordstown and Foxconn announcing plans for the Taiwan-based company to purchase the facility in Ohio and an agreement for the company to manufacture the Endurance, the pickup truck, on behalf of Lordstown. Obviously, Lordstown, a fraction of the size of a company the size of Foxconn. Um, And so much like, I guess, Fisker doing a deal with Magna to contract them to make their first EV. Much better than owning factories and equipment. And, you know, all of that needs servicing and cleaning. Much better, if you ask me, if you're a startup of a certain size, uh, to contract that out and just do what you're good at, which is design the vehicle, engineer the vehicle, market the vehicle, let somebody else make it, and hell's bells, are Foxconn good at making stuff? Could be, that could be the saving of Lawstown. We'll wait and see. Now, uh, prospective 
EV buyers in British Columbia are set to get a bit of extra help with vehicle affordability thanks to a boost in the size of the passenger vehicle rebate in the province. The amount the payout is given depends on your income. So rebates for passenger vehicles uh, costing less than 55,000 Canadian dollars in British Columbia are being increased to $4,000. Uh, but you have to have an income below 80 grand. Uh, British Columbia, Columbia is currently Canada's leading province in terms of overall percentage of EVs at 13% so far this year. I'll check out a, uh, I'll pop a link if you want to have a look at electricautonomy.ca to check out all the finer details of that particular agreement. Now, the U.S. Army's Ground Vehicle Research Lab is working on a collection of new batteries to propel the U.S. Army towards hybrid and full electric vehicles, one that gives soldiers more operational flexibility in the field and eventually power weapon systems as well, according to BreakingDefense.com website. In a recent interview uh, with Breaking Defense, an official described how the Army in the U.S. is in the early stages of what they call a multi-decade journey to electrify their fleets to reduce their climate impact. And because electric power's operational impact has some uh, some consequences, the recent climate change strategy laid out uh, by the Defense Department uh, laid out plans to hybridize their fleet or electrify it by 2035. Current U.S. Army vehicles are powered by... Um, when they have to put batteries in, lead-acid batteries. 80 to 90% of their fleet have that technology in. Uh, the operational benefits of using next-generational batteries, they say, particularly lithium-ion-based batteries, allow for things like extended operations with the engine turned off to improve anti-idling capabilities, allowing the onboard electronics to function while the engine's turned off, and the Army, uh, alongside the Navy and Defence Innovation Unit, turning to the EV industry uh, that's investing in high-voltage batteries to help them with combat platforms. Uh, it's, uh, the effort is called Jump Start for Advanced Battery Standardization. There you go. Uh, is, uh, is looking at how battery technology in the cars that we drive day-to-day can be packaged into a form that works for the US Army. And rather than... Um, militarizing the battery uh, it's exploring the battery's enclosure within the vehicle using what we have now making it fit for combat and and that's got so many and things like survivability um, so many very very good consequences uh, by going electric as much as possible now headline story and that is about rimats and the rimats nevera the hypercar, the very first customer delivery 001. Now, I presume there is a model triple zero that somewhere is going to be either locked in a museum or it'll be Marte's car or I don't know. But uh, he's the founder, by the way. Uh, his name is uh, Marte Rimetz, and he is uh, the you know ten years ago was making electric vehicle conversions in his garage as a hobbyist, and now taking investment from SoftBank and uh, VW Group through Porsche. And <laughs> now look at it. And the very first Navara hypercar has made its way to its owner. Or rather, the owner makes its way to Rimats because that's the way it works, I guess. You can either have it delivered on a, you know, gold-plated trailer, or you can go get it from the factory where it's made. And, of course, that's what Formula One world champion Nico Rosberg did. He turned up to take delivery, or rather collection, I suppose, of his... 2,000 horsepower hypercar. 
So, um, it's VIN 001, and they, uh, it's the first customer car uh, that, that's going out. He he did the Batmobile spec, <laughs> according to Autoblog. Um, uh, they say uh, that the, the, you know, the colour, that it's called Stella Black is the actual paint shade. The interior, well, that's all finished in Alcantara in black, and it even features Nico Rosberg's own signature on a plaque on the armrest with the serial number affixed, because if you're a Formula One world champion and spending upwards of, I don't know, one, what is the price of this? One, two million euros on a car? You get a plaque inside it with your own signature on, because that's the way it works when you buy cars like this. Of course, it is the very top end of electric motoring. It is the very uh, peak of the peak. It's the ultimate. And with their recent deal with, like I say, Porsche, Bugatti and all the financing, uh, they're not so much worried anymore about keeping the lights on and, and they can move forward and have that amazing technical partnership and build the new base in Croatia. And we love that because it's a car that you, know, you and I are never going to buy, but it does get the motoring press, the most motoring enthusiasts, if you like, uh, the sort of the, the, the bedroom poster. <laughs> You know, uh, for the kids growing up, not the posters, I think are probably a thing anymore. It's the Instagram post, isn't it? But still, we love that because it gets people excited about what's possible with electrification. All right, coming up on the podcast very soon, Elon Musk announcing the Tesla hit a massive milestone and uh, the deliveries of the Model Y starting in Australia. Stick around. Those stories are on the way. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, let's move on. And a story that I very almost made the headline of today's podcast. But really, I guess, you know, this is a global show. So I try and keep it really not too specific for any particular market. But if this was just a, a UK podcast, for instance, this would be easily the headline story because it's about a value affordable electric vehicle. Now, I'm not pretending for a minute that £25,000 is affordable for the average person just to, you know, whip down the cash machine, take out £25,000 in their bank account and go and buy a car with it. I'm not pretending that. But in the world of electric vehicles, this is absolutely the right move. And it's an MG and we own the MGs at SEV. Um, and it's it's something that I'm very, very interested in. They've revealed pricing and the specs of the MG Four, that's the hatchback. We've had two Golfs over the years, and it looks to me like the MG4 is the closest that we could get to replicating an, a, a Golf-sized family hatchback. Now, we did have the ID3 
on loan for a month last year, maybe even 18 months ago, and we loved that. A much bigger vehicle than you realise it is, and I think that's going to be the same for the MG4 because it is on a dedicated electric vehicle platform. Two batteries to choose from, 51 kilowatt hours or 64 kilowatt hours. Pricing starts at 25995 and two spec levels, either the SE level or the trophy level. And if you're into your MGs, you know about MGs, those are the typical specs, really. Uh, and so either go SE or go trophy, and the entry-level SE car has the smaller battery, 218 miles of range. It's got all the toys, like the LED headlights. It's got climate control, which even I don't have in my MG ZS. It's a case of turn it on and then turn the heat up and down till you get comfortable. Always like going back 20 years. Um, however, it's got the big alloys, the adaptive crews, the parking sensors all around, MG's pilot safety system, the 10.25-inch touchscreen, uh, and then the big 7-inch driver's display, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and yes, I am just talking about the base spec with the small battery. You can also put the long-range battery into the SE trim. That takes it to 28.5, and that's probably what I would do, uh, unless you want all of the toys which come with the... Uh, the trophy version and the long range version. Now, the long range version of the cars get an active grill system up front, uh, which will open and close the grill for best airflow. And if you want to go for the top spec, you get rear privacy glass, uh, the rear spoiler, split spoiler, which is kind of weird and funky looking, and a two tone uh, roof and leather and heated seats, wireless phone charger. Keyless entry, uh, all-round overhead 360-degree camera. Look, it's really good spec, but this will set you back just over £30,000. A 64-kilowatt-hour battery matching the VW ID3 charging speed as well. 135-kilowatt charge speed on the big battery. And for many people that buy this car, they don't need the top spec 270 kilowatt charging that you get in a Porsche Taycan. 135 kilowatts peak. Look... Look, it all depends on the charge curve because you can give that number out. And if it means you've got to turn up to a charger, uh, you know, 1% battery and it, it touches it and then it ramps down, it's irrelevant. But if it can maintain a decent charge rate for the entire charge curve, or at least until a decent charge, maybe 50, 60% before it does start to slow down, then that's usable speed when you go to a fast charger on a journey but look a lot of these cars won't be used for road tripping for me the absolute best play on this one would be the se spec so you're giving up the you know the leather the heated steering wheel the wireless phone charger because i plug my phone in anyway on a cable it's fine um i would give that up and i would go for the base spec but the big battery because if you can get the range get the range 28495 as the final price you pay nothing extra uh, is really really good for a car that's ten around ten eight to ten thousand cheaper than getting a VW ID three with a, a reasonably similar spec two hundred and eighty one miles is brilliant on a sixty four kilowatt hour battery uh, but that's on a, a small now look this I I compared it to a car that we know pretty well we had one for a while uh, which is the electric Kona and this is wider than the electric Kona. This is longer than the electric Kona. It's got a wheelbase of 2.8 metres. So 2.9 metres, mate. It's slightly shorter than the Arnic 5. But if you know, the Arnic 5 is a beast inside. So the wheels are pushed out to the corners, dedicated EV platform, loads of interior space, and it is obviously lower 
than a Kona. Is what I finished my sentence there because um, it hasn't got that crossover shape to it. It's a proper hatchback, and so it's going to slide through the air a little bit easier. Uh, official two eight one miles. I reckon if you in the summer a gentle and not on the motorway, that's well over three hundred miles on an MG that costs twenty eight grand. Right, so I think it's a very exciting car um, to, and that they will sell every single one of those that they can get on a boat from China. Now let's talk Tesla. Talking about getting cars into countries, Australia's transition to EV is taking a little bit while, a little while longer than it should do because Tesla has taken a while to get their Model Y, but it is now arriving in Sydney. The Model Three, accounting for Australia's uh, bulk of electric cars. On the road right now, the first lucky customers picking up their Model Ys were in Sydney. Uh, about 10.30 yesterday morning on Friday, Aussie time, and there were some staff or um, employee cars delivered on Thursday as well. Elon Musk also announcing Tesla's three millionth electric car since they were founded in 2004. Tesla has now made three million electric vehicles. Uh, the exact one rolled off the production line over the last few weeks, according to Elon Musk. Uh, Fremont also hitting the 2 million electric vehicle number, the Fremont factory. And the additional million cars came from Texas, Shanghai and Berlin. Uh, Elon Musk said, 10 years ago, we made less than 3,000 cars. And 10 years later, we've made more than 3 million cars. Not all planes sailing, though, in their home state of California, or before they moved to Texas, it was, at least. And the California Department of Motor Vehicles accusing Tesla of false advertising in its promotion of their autonomy features. And it's no secret. I've made that point many times. It's not full self-driving. It's not autopilot. Uh, it is very, very, very good. And I think everyone knows that, right? So I think, and, and there is the disclaimers, and you know, there is all the, the legal side of it where you know it's not. But even... For the uninitiated, if they look at that phrase full self-driving, they might think that the car does more than it really does. But if you know 1% of Tesla, you know that it's awesome. And yet, if you can drive at 30 miles an hour down a road with trees and shadows on, it's going to be smashing the brakes because of phantom braking. It's brilliant and terrible at the same time. But it's not full self-driving. But now in California, they finally got around to saying, look, we think you mislead customers with your advertising language. They're not actually upset about the technology, which I think is very good. They're upset about the words that Tesla use, full self-driving. And they say that even though, of course, the disclaimers are there, that Tesla makes or disseminates statements that are untrue or misleading. That's the exact phrasing, not based on facts. Wow, that's brutal. Uh, the remedies include revocation of the company's license to even make or sell cars in California if they don't come to an agreement of how to put this right. The DMV said that even though there is a disclaimer, it contradicts the original misleading labor law claim. And that's true, because full self-driving does claim way more than it does. And we'll see if this unravels for Tesla. Like, uh, it has in Germany. That's old old news now, unraveled in Germany. And they now call it full potential for something, something. And it's like, they don't use that phrase. So maybe they'll do that around the world if if these places crack down on full self-driving. And it's, you know, it's a bugbear, but I won't bore you with that because I think it opens them up for criticism. But there's no doubt that it has helped, you know, pump interest in in the company. And, uh, And they've done very well out of making claims which aren't always backed up by facts, but, 
you know, it got them through to profitability. And so they created the hype and people bought into it. And, you know, many years later, people are still waiting for what they paid for. But hey, them's the breaks if you take a risk on a startup. Right. Final story. And, you know, we don't talk about Nikola on this podcast very much. Nikola Motor, because it was... (laughs) Pretty much from the day one when they were saying, well, we've we've got all these hydrogen trucks and we've got all the technology ourselves that, I, you know, I'm like, right, well, this is this is BS. So I'm not talking about that. And, you know, surprise, surprise, it was all a um, something which didn't appear to be. But Nikola, the company, did carry on, even though its founder, Trevor Milton, was, is now under uh, the legal process that's going on around that. But as a company, it carried on and they've actually delivered some trucks. And they're electric, and they've made 48 of them. So there you go. In the last quarter, uh, they've made 50 and delivered 48. Now, it was only 18 million in revenue, so it's not going to break the bank. Um, and it's clearly a million miles away from what they were claiming. But still, that's a good thing, right? It's got employees there, and it's got people that they're able to carry on, you know, working on the Nicola Trey, T-R-E, the, B-R- the BEV. Um, and the company is in the early stages of series production, and also the first version for the European market will come in 2023, which is all jolly good. Right, question of the week takes a little break for a while, but it will return thanks to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland, and Aloha Charge in Hawaii, Derek Riley's EV Review Island YouTube channel, Richard's rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK Octopus Electric Juice make sure you get your juice card because you've got one card one map and one app and that is your charging sorted and solved and millbrookcottages.co.uk five star luxury cottages uh, down there in Devon have a good and see tomorrow and remember there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.